at some point got kind of sick of my bosses and thought, hey, I bet I could do this every bit as good as they're doing this. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Vagrant Coffee Hustle Cast. We are here to make life and business better. I'm Josh. And I'm Jared. And today we're going to be talking about what is an entrepreneur and should you be one? <laughs> um, so we've recently uh, got done reading Michael Gerber's book, The E-Myth Revisited, which really helped us understand what is an entrepreneur. Uh, but we thought we'd take a minute and chat about how we got into being entrepreneurs. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, I think there's there's basically kind of two camps that can get you to that place, um, and a lot of this is things that we never were able to put our finger on until we read that book. But uh, it, it's really the the camp of the technician. If you uh, know a business and have been in a business for a long time, and you feel like, hey, maybe I could not have to have a boss and I could do this for myself, um, or the other camp is you're kind of seduced by this grand idea of what entrepreneurship is um, and the exciting things that can come along with it. Uh, those tend to be the two ways that people get into own, starting their own business. Um, and I think for Josh and I, we each came from one of those camps. So um, for me, I came from being in coffee for a long time and at some point got kind of sick of my bosses and thought, hey, I bet I could do this every bit as good as they're doing this. And uh, that kind of led me down the path of starting my own coffee business. Yeah. Uh, for me, I grew up in a more entrepreneurial family where we were frequently talking about uh, starting our own businesses and uh, what that could mean for your future, what it could mean for your family, uh, flexibility and that sort of thing, being able to control your own process. So uh, we eventually met doing coffee um, because I had kind of identified coffee was one of the things that I wanted to do and um, we we hit it off and then the rest is the rest is what you guys get to experience now but um, as we started thinking through these things we started to really explore the idea of what makes a good entrepreneur and for me I know that um, it was kind of this idea behind creating a strategy um, all businesses have strategies and if you sit down and you think about it long enough and you create a good business plan then you can create a strategy for something that is new and exciting and different um, or even just continuing something that you already know that people know and love uh, but then that it really needs an avenue you need something to identify the way you're going to do business in so for me um, identified coffee and I thought okay I need to uh, I need to do this well I need to create a strategy and to create this plan and the best way that I thought that I could do that was by learning inside an actual coffee shop which is the coffee shop that I worked at which yeah. is how we actually got connected to begin with um, so it's definitely two different sides of the coin that Josh and I came from and I think um, realizing that and and realizing um, that Understanding what is bringing you to want to start your own business or to be an entrepreneur is an important step 
in um, in deciding whether or not that this is an avenue that you should go. Uh, I definitely don't think that entrepreneurship is for everybody. I think it's a wonderful thing. I think it's been fantastic for me. Um, but but understanding your reasonings behind it is is definitely an important step before kind of diving headlong into that. And we're going to kind of go through some of the reasons why it's maybe not for everybody. Um, some of the challenges that come along with it. Uh, but maybe we can talk first about what it is uh, that we have noticed that has that makes an entrepreneur successful. Yeah, I think um, when I got started in all this, I had a I had a skewed idea. Uh, maybe maybe you started your own company and you understand this for yourself. But um, it's one of the things that I actually really love about the book because it very clearly defines the differences of uh, opinions and thoughts behind how people get into it. Some people think that, oh, because I'm a good technician, that means I could go and start my own thing or because I'm really good at managing the operations of something, I can start my own. But I know that for me, this book, when it talked about an entrepreneur being the visionary and the strategy planner, the person who's thinking about tomorrow, um, the person who's really responsible for that overall big picture, um, really helped me to understand like, oh, it's not so much about the intricacies of what you do day to day that make you a really great entrepreneur. It's it's a whole lot of forward thinking that uh, really contribute to good, solid entrepreneurship. Right. And I think uh, one of the things that we talk a lot about is um, just the kind of the grit and the hustle that you have to have to make it work. Uh, the difference between being a hard worker for somebody else's company and uh, starting your own company. I mean, we hear about people working 50, 60 hours all the time as a great employee at somebody else's company. That doesn't even begin to scratch the surface of starting your own company. You have to be all in 100%. Um, the amount of hours that sometimes we work is uh, is almost a little scary to admit, and I purposely don't calculate a lot of times. Um, my wife does, but uh, I try not to. <laughs> yeah, I think... Um it's, it was shortly after we started that you begin to understand some of the pieces that don't necessarily fit into the box of like a, a doer, a worker, a technician. Right. Um, and I found that there's a whole lot of other pieces to it. It really started with a whole lot of the governmental documents and forms and figuring out insurance and those sort of things, which really came to play when we started adding other people to the team. Right. So we were out doing the work often and doing all this other admin stuff on the side. And there came to be a specific day where there was an issue between two people on the team that for me, I realized like, oh, this has nothing to do with the doing. This has to do with the overall big picture and strategy of it, um, which really highlighted that that entrepreneurial mind of, okay, how are you going to make this work for the future? How are you going to um, create different processes and procedures in order to to satisfy some of these quarrels that happen sometimes or disagreements? Um, so it has this idea, I think, uh, being a good entrepreneur of keeping the project moving. Um, really, when you're being an entrepreneur, you're building something. 
Um, and in order for a business to be successful, you have to build something that is going to be big enough and something that's going to grow. And so if you're keeping the project moving, if you're building something that's going to grow, I learned pretty early on, you have to build something that's bigger than yourself. Right. If you build something that is just going to be you doing the work, um, it's going to be really, really hard all the time. But if you're ever going to accomplish some of your own personal goals, you know, vacations or whatever it is that, that you set out to have in your life, uh, you have to build something that is strategic and smart and is able to sustain itself even kind of without you. Right. It's the goal, really, right, is to create a business um, that can survive without you being the technician inside that business. So for most entrepreneurs, it does start from that technician mentality. Um, you have to know the product that you're selling. Um, there's a certain amount of that technician that you just have to have. Uh, but the goal is to step away from that technician part and just be the visionary, just be uh, the, the creator of the goals um, and be driving those goals forward. Uh, so yeah, you're really kind of creating a monster that um, that is bigger than yourself. Yeah. But and sometimes I, you become enslaved to a little bit. But. Yeah, I think, I think though it, it's about how you organize that kind of structure. Um, I, I think when you start out, you have this idea of this dream, this thing that you want to do, and you like it, chances are, you think that other people will like it, and that is kind of the basis of the business. You want to create some sort of value, some sort of value to the world, uh, something that people will pay you money for. Um, but then for us, we started to understand as far as entrepreneurs go, as opposed to technicians, um, there's a lot of intricate pieces that go into how do you create the best value? How do you create the most efficient value for that? Um, sure, we're both good at making coffee, but how do you make coffee make enough money that it's going to sustain its own business and thrive? That's a completely different question. So for us, it started with an understanding and paying attention to some of these big picture financials, um, creating a lot of spreadsheets, a lot of Lots spreadsheets, spreadsheets. Um, which really helped us get that bigger view right. of like whether or not this is going to work. Which, which seems kind of crazy, but that's honestly one of the things that I've heard from a lot of people is people getting into the business and maybe it's the coffee business more than every business, but getting into the business because of the craft, um, because of the technical side and, and completely forgetting about the fact that a business first and foremost has to make money. It's not a charity. If there's not, uh, if you don't have a value proposition that people are willing to pay for, then, um, then you're running a charity. And I think that as silly as that may seem, that's sometimes what trips people up. Yeah. Like figuring sure. out how, how do you do the craft that you love, but do it in a way that is going to be sustainable and is going to be profitable. Yeah. I think a big piece of that though, is also making sure it's sustainable uh, in the truest sense of sustaining life uh, and sustaining your life and sustaining the business life. Right. Um, time and time again, you see people who are relying on out like uh, exterior sources of income in order to make the business work, right. which isn't going to lead your business to success if it's constantly looking towards like, oh, well, I guess this will be my side hustle. Right. And uh, I like doing it for fun, but it doesn't necessarily make a whole lot of money or it doesn't make me enough in order to live 
move on. That's right. the sort of thing. That's the kind of business that'll burn you out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what turns a hobby into uh, something that drives you crazy. Yeah. So being an entrepreneur for us was highlighting these big pictures of the financials and taking a look at whether or not what we're doing is actually viable and sustainable. And uh, quite honestly, in the beginning, it wasn't. Um, we had outside jobs. We had other things that we had to do in order to put these ideas together. Um, but it also changed the value proposition of it for us, where we realized if we're going to do this in a way that's going to sustain us, um, we're going to have to make sure we price it accordingly and figure out what exactly that means to our end user, our consumer, and how to excite them about it, how to help other people see like, oh, this is something that is worth this price, uh, which is the thing that we need in order to make it work. Right. Yeah. And that, I mean, that took some, some figuring out for us. And I think that's, um, I mean, that the book again was great because it really helped highlight these things that we had kind of learned without ever being able to really put our finger on. Um, but, but really made us think through those, uh, those pieces of the business and how to, how to make that shift from the technician and separate out what the, the owners of the company should be doing, um, and how to get to that point where we can kind of step back from the day in and day out part yeah. of it a little bit. So there's some definite benefits and detriments really to being an entrepreneur. Um, some of those were anticipated, but a lot of them weren't. Yeah, there, there was a lot of things that we learned um, just being being in this for a while yeah. that we weren't necessarily prepared for. I mean, we kind of knew some of the upsides, right? You always go into starting your own business with this rosy picture of what it's going to look like. And, yeah. and that's all of the upsides that you can imagine. Some of the, the flexibility to work around family things or um, not having a boss to report to. Those are all definite upsides in being your own boss and having a business. Yeah. And being able to control the process. Um, you may have worked for a company that maybe did something that was kind of wonky or uh, you thought it was uh, not necessarily the most efficient and being your own business owner definitely gives you that ability to change things on the fly but it also adds certain levels of complication to it yes um, as, as we've grown and added people to our company um, you start to realize how challenging that might be it's certainly easy to change something if you're the only person working in your company but it is much more complicated and um, needs to be structured in such a way that other people can understand what it is that you're trying to do and why you're trying to do it that way because if they don't understand the why behind you're doing it they're really going to struggle with the what yeah 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 so i mean that that definitely brought up a lot of um a lot of the challenges that come along with being an entrepreneur um some of the things that are the exact opposite side of the coin that you'd think of as, as the upside. The, the One of the things that got me into um, starting a business was not having a boss. But at the same time, now there's nobody to pass the buck to. Now, if something that has, has to get done and you really, really don't want to do it, there's it doesn't matter. You have to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's some, some definite downsides. There's an insane amount of pressure that comes along with being where the buck stops 
as far as um, employees that are relying on you for paychecks, as far as the IRS asking why certain taxes have or have not been paid, like the, just the stress levels go through the roof compared to when you have a boss that you can say, here, you deal with that problem. Yeah, and I think for us being new at this, um, there are a lot of things that we didn't anticipate and things we didn't know. Um, certain taxes that exist that I just didn't know or um, insurances and things of that nature. We, operating a coffee company, have lots of different things that I just didn't know those things exist in uh, the structure of a company. So it could be, um, you know, having different LLCs involved so that way your insurance can actually cover everything without it being ridiculous. Um, or all the different governmental regulations on different things, what you can have, what you can't have, what you can do in this state, but not that state, um, all those pieces. And then on top of that, we're finding the right kind of accountants and legal representation for all of it. Those weren't things that I thought of at all when we started it. Um, and so it took time and it took a lot more money than we thought in order to get those things. I mean, lawyers and accountants and all those things aren't cheap. And in the beginning, we just thought like, oh, let's just make some coffee. Um, but before you know it, you're sitting in an office with your with your lawyer trying to talk through like, oh, well, you can do this and you can't do this. So you need to pay people this way, but you can't do it that way. Um, and all those different pieces that are involved with it are definitely in that entrepreneur space more so than I think we ever knew in a technician yeah. space. Yeah. And um, and I really think that that's what kind of sets apart the people that should be entrepreneurs versus the people that maybe maybe should think about working for another company. And in, not that any way is the right way um, and that you're better if you're an entrepreneur or vice versa. But um, but it does take like you have to be all in if you start a company, if, if you're wanting to be your own boss and yep. be an entrepreneur, you have to be 100 hundred percent committed to that company. Um, and, and there's your personal life and work life become very blurred and, um, and like, yeah, there's no division of, okay, now I'm at home. I'm not on the clock anymore. You're, you're just a hundred percent committed to that business. Yeah. The clock has been completely abolished, right? Completely abolished. Yeah. And so, um, just, I don't know, riffing off that idea of like the buck stopping with you, um, everything that is involved with the business, if it's going to get done, if it's not going to get done, if, uh, people need to get paid, or if there's issues with pay or regulations or whatever, all of that falls back on you and that doesn't have a timetable attached to it. Um, there is no there, there's no set rule of when you're going to get an email back from a certain organization about when something's going to happen. Right. Um, there's no structure at all to other people understanding your personal life. I know we right. both have families uh, but that doesn't stop the organizations that we work with from calling or emailing and saying like, hey, this needs to be done right now. Right. And um, that's certainly not to distract people from the idea of being an entrepreneur. It's right. just part of the deal. Right. Um, so entrepreneurship, as we've learned, certainly isn't for everyone. There's this idea that everybody should start their own business. Um, but that's not necessarily the case for everybody. And that's okay. Um, yeah. From this experience, I have learned uh, if I were to ever work at a company for someone else, it would almost seem very relaxing to not have to do all these things. But of course, you're going to 
add in all those complications again of not being able to control the process. So in the end, I have thoroughly enjoyed being an entrepreneur. It has been some of the highest highs, but it's also had some lowest lows. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, I mean, we talk a lot about even the name of this podcast, the hustle cast, like that, that hustle mentality, um, has been, has been something so ingrained in how I grew up and then rolled into how we operate this business and how entrepreneurs in general tend to operate. Um, and I think that that is, that is what has um, made me be able to kind of embrace this whole, um, this whole opportunity and this whole thing that we're building here is that the grit and hustle mentality. Uh, so you'll hear us talk a lot about, um, about the hustle mentality. Yeah. So on top of that, there's a lot of things we don't know and a lot of things that we haven't encountered yet and things that we're still learning. So, uh, if you guys have any ideas, any thoughts, anything that we may have missed or something that we should think about or something you want to talk about, uh, let us know. We'd love to bring that up and discuss some of those things. Uh, just let us know down in the comments and, uh, we will read through all of them and we'll, we'll see if we can incorporate those into what we talk about next. Yeah, we're we're uh, excited to go on this journey with you guys. We definitely aren't coming from from this from a place of knowing everything, uh, but we're learning as we go as well. Yeah. All right. See you guys soon. See ya.